All right, here we are, guys, with the first official episode of The Father's Blueprint. Your support means the world to me, and I want to continue to earn it. I also don't want to waste any of your time, so let's jump right into this week's topic, the communication. So for those of you that missed the FBP trailer, my name is Sean. I've been in therapy since April of 2021, and through my therapy, I've learned to feel comfortable in my own skin. I've accepted all the good and bad that's happened in my life, and I've learned to understand myself. And now I feel comfortable sharing my story because I believe that honestly sharing what I've been through can help others in similar situations. But what exactly have I been through? Well, no matter how it sounds, I've been through two divorces. The first divorce I had was initiated by me and my most recent divorce was not initiated by me. So I have a unique understanding of the mindset on both sides of the spectrum from a male perspective, of course. And looking back, trying to understand who I'd become in my marriages, I noticed a big similarity with my two divorces. It was my lack of or inability to communicate effectively. Now, for most men, it's a little easier to simply say, I want you to do this or I want you to do that. And we think that should be enough to get people to meet our requests and demands because that's defined. Communication is the transfer or exchanging of information. That's pretty straightforward, right? But what about the receiving or understanding part that isn't expressed? Like, how do I say things in a way that my partner can understand and respect? That's where the problem lies. Now, I'm just speaking for me here, and maybe you can relate, but communication was the biggest problem in my previous relationships. I felt like I was telling them what I wanted and my expectations weren't being met. As a matter of fact, I felt like what I had to say did not matter. Now, how many people listen to this feel the exact same way? And when you feel that way, how do you respond? Hopefully you don't respond like I used to by just getting quiet, shutting down emotionally, uh, disengaging from the conversation altogether and acting like nothing mattered. Or like in the marriage I just exited, it was a lot of tit for tat conversation. If you're responding like that and you need to take a serious look at yourself and figure out why you choose to respond that way, naturally, it's easy to shift blame to your partner, but you are in control of your responses. So what is it about you that feels comfortable responding that way? And can I share something with you that you may not have realized? If you have kids or know someone that has kids, specifically little boys, what is the common response given when a little boy cries because of something you think is simple or silly? Stop crying. Be quiet before I give you a reason to cry. It wasn't even that bad. Toughen up. Boys ain't supposed to cry. Just man up. I'm sure you've heard at least one of those responses before. But what I figured out is that sends a message. You're telling a four-year-old or a six-year-old to basically stop expressing themselves, stop expressing what they feel. So they learn this behavior of being silent, not saying what they feel and holding things on the inside right at home. Now, this message comes from aunts, uncles, sisters, brothers, parents, and, and even friends. And this is not an indictment of your parents or your family or your friends. I'm sure they were wonderful. But most times when we have kids of our own, we teach them what our parents taught us. We adopt a lot of the habits our parents use. And, you know, naturally that becomes our blueprint. So fast forward to this four-year-old, six-year-old boy becoming 24 or 26 years old. He's falling in love. He wants to express himself or the things that he feels. How are you supposed to do that? All his life, he's been taught to hold his feelings in. Society has implanted the idea that 
men are supposed to be tough. Men aren't supposed to cry. Men ain't supposed to be emotional. So maybe now you can see at least one of the reasons why a lot of men struggle with expression, myself included. It starts early and it goes unnoticed and unchecked. And when you become an adult, it's like this thing on your shoulder and in your mind each day that you can't shake. But I got some good news. You can get rid of that thing. Like for me, it was my most recent divorce. That was the catalyst and therapy was the answer. Now, therapy alone does not fix your problems. I repeat, therapy alone does not fix your problems. But therapy, in addition to actually doing the work, revisiting some of the hurtful situations and events in your life, figuring out what it was or what it is about you that responds in certain ways, and then making the tough choices to do things in your best long-term interest, not just the quick, bad, or comfortable decisions we often make for temporary relief or temporary band-aids. Because communication is key to any relationship, especially the one you have with yourself, because the common denominator in any relationship you ever have is you. So I definitely recommend investing in your mental health to learn how to communicate. And FYI, I have a fantastic therapist. So if you want the info, just message me. Because once you get to the point where you feel comfortable and confident in yourself and, and with who you are, it reflects in your relationships. And, and that's how you become a man. That's how I became a man and learned to set the example as a dad. Once you understand yourself, then you can understand others because good communication, good communication is a sign of emotional maturity. And when I was married before, that was the furthest thing I was from being emotionally mature. Like, let me give you a quick example. I'd ask my ex-wife to do something. She wouldn't do it. And because she wouldn't do what I asked her to do, when she asked me for something, I wasn't doing none of it. <laughs> That's the type of emotional immaturity I'm talking about. And we both had it. So we created a cycle of toxic, immature, poor communication exchanges. See, we get this idea in our head that when we're in a relationship and we feel like we're the only ones doing, we stop because we don't want to feel used. So right then and there, we start to change who we are for the sake of someone else. Please don't do that. Don't make my mistake because I promise you, I promise you, it don't take long at all to lose yourself in negativity. So fellas, stop worrying about what society thinks a man should be. Start at the base. Learn how to be honest with yourself about who you are, flaws and all, so you can communicate that effectively. Then work on communicating your wants, needs, and desires openly, and then watch your happiness, your partner's happiness, watch your overall relationship improve in ways that you may not have experienced for a while. For me, the road to self-discovery and how to communicate effectively came about wasn't how I would have wrote it, but looking back on my situation, I thank God that it happened the way it did. And I'm doing what I can to make the best out of this opportunity. But I would really love if you could figure these things out before your relationship or situationship or marriage goes sideways. I want to leave you with one question to answer. What is the biggest hurdle preventing you from communicating what you want and need? This is the Father's Blueprint Podcast.